Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 35 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our 10-minute theology series where we talk about a certain topic of theology in around 10 minutes. And so this week we are continuing our kind of series here on the anticipation of the Messiah in Scripture. So again, I kind of mentioned this last week. If you didn't catch last week's episode, go back and check that out, listen to that, and uh, where I talked about kind of doing something a little different here where we're going to do a kind of a few series in a row of the 10-minute theologies, uh, but we're gearing around uh, this topic of the anticipation of the Messiah. And so this is, again, related to kind of this time of year. We're in Christmas time and celebrating the birth of Christ. And I think, again, like the idea of wanting to take a step back and focus uh, on what are we celebrating. And, And one of the main things that I wanted to bring out over these coming weeks was just this anticipation of the Messiah that we have in the Old Testament that we have in Scripture that culminates in the New Testament. I think oftentimes we kind of miss all this anticipation, this angst that you had throughout all the Old Testament as uh, you had the people waiting for the birth of the Messiah. And so that's what my goal is, right? To give kind of this background, this um, Old Testament kind of anticipation here uh, and this buildup, and and we can't miss that buildup. Okay, and so that's what, and my hope is, right, as we kind of get our mind focused on uh, this during this time of year, as well, again, just opening our eyes to that um, beautiful truth of the birth of the Savior. But again, this isn't something that was just kind of suddenly happening in the New Testament. This is something that was looked forward to for thousands of years in the Old Testament. So that's what we want to focus in on. Okay, so we're going to continue that kind of build up here uh, for this week and this episode. And and if you remember last week, we talked about how in the Old Testament, there was this kind of narrowing down or kind of funneling that happened of who this individual would be. And so we started that kind of narrowing down process by looking at Genesis 3.15 last week. But again, that doesn't really narrow it down a whole lot, right? Because we saw from that passage that this individual who would kind of crush the head of the serpent, who would get us back to Eden, that this individual would be from the line of Eve. And that's kind of all we were really given at that point, right? So in Genesis 3.15. And so in today's episode, we're going to be kind of narrowing down a little bit further here of who this individual will be. And we're going to kind of still stay in the book of Genesis uh, for today. And then uh, next week we'll get kind of out of that. And as we go through some other passages, but for today um, we're going to stick kind of in Genesis. And if uh, you kind of think of this narrowing down, this funneling taking place, one of the next kind of main moments in the old Testament after Genesis 3:15 comes in Genesis 12 and specifically in verses one through three of Genesis 12. And so, In these verses, you have uh, some of the promises that the Lord makes to Abram, who is later named Abraham, so I'll probably just say Abraham. Uh, But 
so you have the this call of Abraham in this verses that also uh, includes some promises that God makes to him, and these kind of promises end up being kind of part of what we later refer to as the Abrahamic covenant. Okay, and so let's see, let's take a look at these verses and let's see how this kind of ties into our discussion of the narrowing down or the anticipation of this Messiah. And so Genesis 12 verses 1 through 3 says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And so, again, we can point kind of to a lot of things here and all that, but we're going to focus on one part in particular for the purposes of our series here. Of, uh, and we're going to focus in on that last kind of promise here. Notice where he says, In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Okay, so what we start to see that it is through Abraham and his line that blessing will come to all the earth. And this kind of connects us back to that promise of Genesis 3.15. Okay, well, how do we get back to this kind of state of blessing? How do we get back to Eden, this relationship with God? And we see Genesis 3.15 is through that seed who was promised, but now in this promise in Genesis 12, it will also be through the line of Abraham. Okay. So we having, we're having this narrowed down a little bit more. Okay. So not just through the line of Eve. Now it's through the line of Abraham. And as you kind of go through Genesis, there's again, this kind of continuing narrowing down because like Abraham has a couple sons, Isaac has a couple sons, like who's it going to be, right? So we see through Genesis, it is through the line of Abraham, then it'll be through the line of Isaac, and then after Isaac, you have through the line of Jacob, and then that kind of takes us to our next major narrowing down point, because if you remember, Jacob, his uh, name is changed to Israel, okay, which is the nation of Israel kind of comes from that. Okay. So his name has changed to Israel and he had 12 sons, which become the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. And so the question is, which son does this promise of a Messiah continue through? Okay. You have kind of 12 options here. What's the, what line is it going to continue through? And we find the answer to that in Genesis 49, verse 10. And so kind of context here, the verse, this verse kind of occurs in a section where Jacob is giving his uh, blessing to all his sons before he dies. So kind of these final blessings to all his sons before he dies. And specifically, verse 10 of Genesis 49 is found in the midst of the blessing given to Judah. Okay, so let's take a look at that uh, verse here. So part of this blessing that Jacob is given to Judah, he says in Genesis 49, verse 10, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. And so, again, a lot in this verse, but so we first of all see like the scepter will not depart from Judah, so that indicates that it will be Judah who will be the line of the kings of Israel. So they are kind of the royal line here. 
But then the part I want to draw your attention to is that phrase, until tribute comes to him. Okay, that's how it's translated in like the ESV. That's kind of the version I use. It says, until tribute comes to him. But more literally, that phrase can be translated, until Shiloh comes. And that's actually how like the NAS translated it. Translated. So instead of until tribute comes to him, really that phrase literally is kind of until Shiloh comes. And this name, and so it's like this proper name Shiloh. And so this name Shiloh comes from the root meaning peace. For example, this root is connected with like the term shalom. Okay, maybe you've heard that, right? That term for peace in Hebrew. And so Shiloh has that same root for peace. And so the idea is that this Shiloh, this individual will be, will be connected with peace or he will bring peace. And then notice the last part of the verse, and to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. So the reference to peoples here indicates that this is referring to the whole world. And where did we just see mentioning of kind of worldwide implications? Genesis 12, part of the Abrahamic covenant. And so really this Shiloh, this individual who will be from the royal line of Judah, will bring peace and will fulfill the Abrahamic covenant as well, bringing kind of blessing to all the families of the earth, just like we saw in Genesis 12. Okay? So notice that. So, so we've narrowed down, okay, a little bit more here. Not only will this individual be from the line of Eve, which we saw in Genesis 3.15, he will be from the line of Abram, Abraham, in Genesis 12, and then from the tribe of Judah, the line of the kings, in Genesis 49.10. Okay? All right. And so we see these glimpses here, and, and we can't miss, right, the continuing angst, the continuing anticipation, the buildup that is happening as we work our way through the Old Testament. Okay, as I mentioned before, the birth of Jesus was not just a New Testament thing. We often just kind of just quickly turn like, oh yeah, like Christmas time, let's turn to uh, the book of Matthew, let's turn to the book of Luke, which, yeah, like th those are the birth of counts of Jesus. Very important passages, right? But we have to understand there's the whole like, Old Testament that comes before all of that. Okay, there's the buildup. There's the longing, the anticipation, right? Like put yourself in those shoes of the countless generations that were looking forward to this event. Okay, you have the, the promised seed of Genesis 3.15. Right from the very beginning, Adam and Eve, they are looking forward to the one who is to come to bring us back to Eden. And you have many, many years later, the promise of Abraham, right? That it will be in him that all the families of the earth will be blessed. And then even more generations looking forward, right? To the promise that, okay, it will be through the line of Judah, the line of the kings, that the one who will bring peace, that will have worldwide implications that he will come. It will be through him, Okay. And so there's just this continuing generation after generation of looking forward of who will be this individual, who will crush the head of a serpent, who will bring peace and blessing to all the peoples of the earth. Who is this one? 
all right? And that's what we see culminating in the New Testament. Again, we're going to keep building this anticipation, but again, we can't miss that. And so let's keep our focus kind of where it ought to be this Christmas season as we look forward to Christmas. Again, as I talked about last time, that's like that small kind of almost microcosm here of that anticipation of the longing of the Messiah. Okay, and so hopefully we start to see that. Hopefully we get, again, our mind focused in the busyness of this time of year to take a step back, to focus on this is the one that we are celebrating. This is, we are celebrating the coming of this individual, the promised seed of Genesis 3.15, the one from the line of Abraham to bring blessing to all the families of the earth, and the king from the line of Judah who will bring peace to all people. That's what we celebrate. That's what we're looking forward to. And so hopefully we keep our mind focused during this Christmas season. So that's going to do it for today's episode. And we'll catch you all next time. Thank you.